moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to More Moss to the People, the place for conversations with cool people who have opted out of the rat race, maybe instead chose their own way, living life on their own terms. Yeah, today, it's just me. My name is Asa Nilsson, and I'm your host. I like doing this. I like coming to you just, just me, just little old me in your ear, yeah, and sharing my heart. Words from the heart speak to the heart, right? I know for my own sake, I love listening to other people's stories and learning from them because I have so much still to learn. Even, you know, (laughs) I was having a conversation with um, Sinead Fine, the person that I interviewed last week, and she said, you know, the more I think I know, the less I know. And I busted out laughing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I agree. I totally agree. And I think that's a good thing because when I was young, I thought I knew everything. I hated asking for help. (laughs) I don't know if you're like that at all, but when I was young, I always wanted people to think that I knew things that I really, I had no idea. I knew nothing. And of course, I I was a child. And today I'm married to Thomas, the angel who my Fiat 500, you can look back a couple of episodes and listen to that about our story about how we met. And he's so gentle and so incredibly smart. And he does not take his knowledge um, for granted. And what I mean by that is he shares his knowledge very openly and in a very matter of fact way and never, ever in a degrading manner. Or in a way like, duh, why are you so stupid? I don't understand how you do not know this stuff by now. I mean, I ask him these questions like, wait, what? Hold on, that's what that means? I had no idea. (laughs) And for me, as a person, as a young person then, who couldn't even ask for help, and I had to figure it all out by myself. I couldn't just raise my hand and say, excuse me, I do not understand, because I had such a high need for wanting to fit in. I didn't want people to know that I didn't know. 
Now, I'm going to admit something to you here that not very many people know about me. And since I have only two listeners on my podcast, I don't think that this is going to be breaking breaking the bank here. But <laughs> And don't forget to subscribe. Um, that is, when I was young, when I was five and we moved to America, um, I started first grade. And uh, you start when you're six years old. And I had just moved to Sweden uh, in June, and then I turned six in July. So I started first grade then in September. And I didn't know any English before I came to Sweden. I'm sorry, when I came to America, I didn't know any English. I was five years old. Why would I know English? So I had to learn very, very quickly. Now, if you are a uh, bilingual person, trilingual person, if you have multiple languages in your home, or if you grew up with people from different cultures, or if you have been surrounded by language, different languages, well, then you know that it's kind of hard to keep them all straight. So in school, because I had this uh, inherent problem of actually asking for help, because I didn't want everybody to realize that I knew nothing, I never got the help that I needed. So grammatically, for example, like nouns, pronouns, adverbs, verbs, all that kind of stuff, I still do not know what they mean. I don't know what they are. I don't know how I'm supposed, like if somebody says, oh, give me, give me an adverb. I'd be like, I, I don't know what that means. And I have never admitted this to people because I felt so stupid. Like I just, I didn't learn it. I never learned it. I'm not saying that it's too late for me to learn it now, which if it was that important to me, I would. But to say to you, you two angels listening, that I wonder, did I have some sort of a learning disability and I never asked for help? So was my learning disability the fact that I never asked for help? I'm thinking, yes, I didn't ask for help. Now, how does that come into my life today as this person that um, I'm asking for help more and more and more. I'm asking for conversation so that I can learn more. How do I learn more? I learn more by listening to other people and seeing how they live their lives and hearing their experiences. And then I put it into my own brain and I kind of process it through to say, wow, that's interesting. That's cool. Not being judgmental. And I'm really, really working on myself and my own judgments of myself because I realized that everything starts with me and how I treat myself in my own day, in my own life is also then a direct reflection of how I treat other people. Do I judge myself for not knowing things? Well, if I'm doing it to myself, why wouldn't I be doing it to others? And I don't want to be ugly or mean to anybody else. That is not my intention. And I'm realizing and feeling in so much more about, wow, what am I doing here? I mean, here, yes, in this podcast, but also in my life, in my world, in this moment in time that I find myself in and wondering really more of who do I need to be instead of what do I need to do? Because having this need to always produce or to be successful in the eyes of others. You know, what does that even mean? It's such a random, weird, like subjective thing anyway. And it's like, well, if I feel good about my life and if I feel like I'm making a difference for other people 
or if I'm showing up in the world in whatever way that I am able to, truly, I mean, with my heart wide open. And as Tim Ferriss says, I come to you with my hat in my hand and I ask for your support. I mean, the support of being a part of this movement, this isn't about me. Yes, I am the person that is speaking to you in your ear right now, but this is about us. And who? This is something that also makes me ooh, feel, I've got chill bumps all over my body. This is a quote by a gentleman by the name of Howard Thurman. Ask not what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive because the world needs more people that have come alive. Oh my God, yes. Yes, that is what this whole movement is about. Conversations with people that dare to show up in the world for themselves, for others, as they are. That to me, just, it makes me want to cry because it is so deeply moving to me when I know that somebody is so connected to themselves, to their core of their being and showing up as perfectly imperfect as we all are. Gosh, that is powerful stuff. And those are the conversations, those are the kind of cool people that I want to bring into this conversation so that you can meet them too. So you can meet them. I mean, I'm the luckiest girl alive. I am so lucky that I get to do this. Like, you know, people who say, oh my God, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. How do you have the time? All my time is free time. All your time is free time. How do you choose to live it? How do you choose to use it? In victim? Or, wow, I'm the luckiest person. I'm having the time of my life. I love what I do every day in my work. I love coming home to my family. I love working from my home and having the, ooh, the wherewithal to take a minute and go for my walk and come back in and eat lunch and then have a conversation with somebody and say, hey, do you want to be a part of my movement? Would you like to be on my podcast? and be a guest. I just had a conversation. I called this woman. I'm going to tell you a ballsy move that I made, which this is showing you how much it is possible to grow. So I'm one of those people um, that if I'm in a room with the star, I won't look at the star because I don't want them to think that, oh my God, that person's stalking me. Like, oh my God, they want my autograph. Like that kind of like weird vibe because I mean, if I was a star, I would not want people to be like coming up to me and wanting to talk to me all the time. So I just want to live my life. So I, uh, I had this r- a list. I created a list of people that I really wanted to interview. I wanted to invite to be my guest on the podcast. And there was one person that I have never met and she doesn't know me and I really don't know her. But of course, I fell in love with her because... I have been watching her YouTube channel and I was introduced to her YouTube channel by a friend here in Sweden by the name of Therese Eriksson, who is an incredible videographer. And she is my friend. And she said, also, you've got to pay attention to this woman. Her, her uh, YouTube channel is really amazing. She does tarot cards and she does them in a very interesting way. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, sure. I want to, I want to go check her out. Well, I started to watch her YouTube channel and she has 350,000 followers or viewers or whatever 
on her channel um, or people who have subscribed to her channel. And I fell in love with her because she's so kind and she seems so real and so uh, she shows up. She shows up. She starts crying doing tarot. She's laughing. She's singing. She's bringing it all. And that to me is a very admirable personality trait, somebody who can show up so real. Because, you know, I consider myself to be showing up so real for you. Of course, like attracts like, yeah? So I started to watch her and I started to listen to her bi-monthly episodes where she does uh, every single astrological sign twice a month. And they're like 45-minute videos. I mean, that's a lot of work, like serious amount of work. And she is so spot on with her messages. And so I put her on my list. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I'm going to call her up and I'm going to ask her if she would be my guest. And so, of course, you know, knowing me, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Hell no, I'm not asking her. God, it's silly. She's like famous. She's kind of famous. And I'd be calling a famous person me. I have like two episodes of my podcast and I have at that point one follower and that was myself. (laughs) And so now I have two. And I did it. One day I got the balls on, man. I was on my walk. I stop my walk. I take out my telephone. I go into Instagram. I go into DM and I leave her a voice message because of course I've been following her on her Instagram too, because I want to see what she's like as a person, not just doing her tarot, but as a human being, what does she like? Do I like what she stands for? Do I like how she speaks? Do I like that she shows up for herself and others? And she's an animal lover all these things that make a big difference in my life. And I left her this message that was maybe 20 seconds long, asking her and telling her that I'm a follower of hers and I really respect her and I love how she does tarot. And I just started my new podcast and it's called More Moss to the People. And if you are interested, I would love to interview you. Let me know. Go ahead and take a look at it and just, you know, get back to me if you're interested. Bam, that's it. And like two hours later, I get a response. Yes, I'd love to. What? What do you mean you'd love to? I honestly thought it was a scam. I thought that her account had been hacked and the hacker was writing me back saying, yeah, sure, you can interview me like some psychopath who's stealing people's accounts. I didn't believe it. And then this week, I actually got to meet with her. We had a chat. We had a pre-call chat and she's a thousand times more lovely than I even anticipated. And, you know, what did I learn from that lesson? I learned that we are all the same. She is the kindest of the kindest of the kindest. And she's another human being doing her work and doing what she loves to do in the world in a way she loves to do it. And people feel it. They come to her. They are attracted to her because they know she's so good. And they know that she's going to make them feel powerful in their own lives. What a gift. What a gift. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, she's like, not like, hey, look at me, look at me. She's doing this, like, come on, listen in. This is for you. And if it doesn't resonate, then it's not for you. Don't worry about it. Don't listen to it. Yeah, she's she's beautiful. She is beautiful. And, you know, that just goes to show when we change how we look at things, then things change. I don't want to be a person that comes across as I know everything because I don't. And if you ask me a question today and you say, hey, what does this mean? And if I don't know, I'm going to say, I have no idea. 
but let me look it up for you, or I can look into it with you, or you know, something like that, versus uh, trying to make up some answer. Now I want to attract more and more and more people that are like, wow, you know, I've taken my power back and I want to feel that I matter in this world. And I'm like, yeah, you matter. We all matter. How do we all get to matter? Hmm. What do I need to be instead of what do I need to do? Again, I need to be myself. I need to be myself in this world. You can be yourself in this world and do the things, be the things, love the things, have the things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all there for us. Everything is there for us. But ultimately, who are we? Who are we? Yeah. Words from the heart speak to the heart. Remember that. How can you share your heart this week with somebody that you know needs to hear what you have to say? Somebody that you know needs your hand right now to reach out to them to say, listen, you're not alone. I've got your back. Whose back can you have today? Have your own back first. Always have your own back first, please, my friend. And then you have the friend's backs and the other people's back and other people's back because that's what we need in this world is more people showing up for each other. We can all show up for each other. There's plenty to go around, plenty for all of us. <sighs> Tell me your thoughts on this. I, I would love to know your thoughts and your feedback. Because I want to make this, this podcast what you also love to hear about. So share your thoughts, share your ideas, send me an email, send me DMs, you know, all the places you can find me, com. You can go to Instagram, you can go to LinkedIn, you can go to Facebook, go wherever you want, wherever you can find me. Uh, because I'm basically in every single social media channel. So feel free to reach out to me. Please share this episode, share your heart, share your love with the world because the world needs you right now. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, this would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me let me say a little something about my friend, Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.